It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Avalanche back at work after a long 10-day break. They open up a six-game longest road trip of the season. In New York City at Madison Square Garden, and they lose to the Rangers 2-1 to one in overtime. But uh, Jared Bednar didn't sound too torn up about the loss. It was tough to create some scoring chances at times, and then at other times the game really opened up and the goalies were spectacular. Um, pretty even played hockey game. Goes to overtime. Would have liked to have been able to grab the two points out of that, but I don't think we did enough after getting the lead to extend that lead or or make it tougher on them. I thought they actually got more jump as the game went on, and we looked like we were a little bit tired. Hey, let's face it. Let's just break it down to what it is. When you're off that long, first game back, everybody coming back from different parts unknown, it's kind of a glorified preseason game. Yeah, you know, I mean, you still like to win it. Well, and sure. And Gorgie played his ass off. I thought Gorgie was great. Both goalies were. They really were. They really were. But I tell you what, McKenna had a goal. Stepping over people. Well, he smells it now. He smells stuff. MVP. He knows. Oh, yeah. He knows it's his to to win, his to lose. Do you think he's, he's going for? How, how much do you think it's? How much do you think he thinks about that, or how much do you think he's like Joker? Like whatever, whatever happens, happens. I'm just trying to win a championship. Do you think? Because I, 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 I genuinely get the sense that Joker's aware, but he, like Joker has Joker's a little different. Like he doesn't really. I don't yeah. really sense that he. Well. Cares a ton. How about this? I don't think either one care as much as the the average athlete might care about trying to win an MVP, uh-huh. but they do care, and they are aware of it. And it is a a source of pride. Mm-hmm. It is a source of motivation. It is something they want. Okay. So I'm not. I think it'd be pretty naive to think that that both these guys go about their business and never ever think about the idea of hey, it'd be pretty cool to be an MVP. And I'd like that. Yeah. It's not what defines them. It's not what right. drives them. I think, see, I think it's, it's secondary. Right. It's, it's secondary right. to what I the main goal it is. It would be far more important to McKinnon, who's never won one, than would it be more important for him to win his first or the Joker to win his third? I think well, it's McKinnon to win his first. Since McKinnon is, is putting together a Hall of Fame career here and, and, and could go down as the greatest Av ever. Mm-hmm. Then yes, I I think you would understand how important it is to have that part of your resume. Yeah. Next on the, uh, I'm sorry, we gonna say no, no, no. I just I was just kind of I was just kind of uh, mulling in my mind. I, I gave you a hmm, hmm. Yeah, yes, hmm. Hmm. hmm, things that make you go hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's you know that's me. That's my mature voice. Like hmm, interesting. Super Bowl media night. Patrick Mahomes back there again. How he uh, prepares for Super Bowls now compared to when he first started doing this. The biggest way I changed is just kind of knowing what to expect of the week. Um, I've obviously grown as a quarterback and as a leader and as a person. Um, but being able to have a game plan for what the Super Bowl week entails um, and prepare myself to not play the Super Bowl before the Super Bowl game um, is something that I'm hoping I can use to my advantage. Mm, a little bit more gravelly than usual. Yeah. 
Monday. It used to be media day. Used to be on Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Now it's Monday the day. night. Yeah. They made. They just made it a prime time. It's again, this the NFL. It's come Let's on. make it it's, a prime it time. Is, it is. I covered my first Super Bowl back in. Uh, well, it was your Super Bowl actually? My first ever Super Bowl was your Super Bowl ninety one Minnesota. Uh, yeah. yeah. And um, where I was dispensing justice on the best Super Bowl team in the history of Super Bowl. Yes. Oh. And boy, media day back then was a lot different. You yeah. had you had just newsmen there, right? And then you'd have and the downtown odd, Julie. Then Brown. you'd have the odd outlier, right? You know, somebody You're from MTV, downtown Julie. Yeah, Brown. somebody from MTV would show up, and that was kind of the first time. I was like, ooh, okay, well, that's that's a little different. And you know, then it was just yeah. genie was out of the bottle. Next on the uh, morning brew, Christian McCaffrey. Ah, I gotta hear a lot from Christian McCaffrey this week on how Dad Ed. Was hard on him as a kid. Get we would get now, grounded man. for real if you got jersey tackled. Like, I'm talking yeah. like seven, eight years old. If you got jersey, you know, you wear the big jerseys. Yeah, you, you get grounded if you get jersey. Tackled. Oh, really? Tackled at seven, eight years old. You're grounded. Home Depot tape that double sided tape. I'm eight and double side tape my pads. This is you know they didn't have the Velcro and double side tape my pads. I never got. I was running through everybody. No jersey tackles ever. You know he would cut like certain slits in the pan to give you like more knee flexion like back in the day at eight years old doing like dynamic warm-ups dude no sodas bedtime 7 30 oh yeah like he would take they would take our phone until i left for high school at like a time he's gonna hate me for saying all this but it works <laughs> wow ed marinovich <clears throat> man who knew ed was such a wow jeez you let, charger you let your kid have a hamburger or jeez uh, Ed did that. I stuff. Thought you were a psycho, Dad. Ed did that stuff too. Ed oh, would yeah. li- Ed would literally cut down his jock strap. You know how the the bandwidth on the jock strap is about I don't know it's about like three inches yeah. wide around your yeah. around your yeah. waist. Yeah, he'd cut it down like it was a g string <laughs> for less weight on his. That like, dude might have been the most was, aerodynamic football player ever. He did one thing. He did one thing that was, I thought, was really cool. So, and a lot of guys do it. So he would cut this like star pattern over his big toe. He cut the shoe out, just slice each, so it made a star, but it went all the way through to the toe. That way, when you stopped on a route and your foot slid forward, your toe would actually have relief. It would come out of the top of the shoe a little bit. Not enough to so your whole toe hangs out, but just so it have relief. And then he would sh- wear shoes that were a size too small. Why? Less, less weight. Oh, jeez. I'm not. I'm not kidding you. He cut out it's science. He cut out all the like all the lining of his pants. Well, he was like, like where the, the first, knee pads would go. He, he was would, like the first one to like basically like he didn't even really wear shoulder pads. No, he had the little tiny you know like that. I think Ed. I think Ed's little tiny shoulder pads, because that's end of what our shoulder pads started yeah. to look like as offensive yeah. linemen. Yeah. I think he was kind of the prototype. Yeah, I agree for the small shoulder. He may have created, you know, because we used to all wear huge shoulder yeah. pads, and then Ed they like streamlined everything. Like he was barely covered, barely covered. But I yeah, can't wait barely. to give, I can't wait to bust his balls about Christian. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great. <laughs> Let's get him on this week. That'd be uh, that'd be kind of fun. That'll do it for the uh, morning brew. Bring that to you each and every morning at six thirty.